This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio program on Community Radio 3CR, 8.55am digital live streaming and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group radio. We're a program about cycling and related transport issues coming to you from the studios of 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, if you haven't noticed, um, looks like someone's pushed the button marked autumn and um, yet it's all grey and overcast out there but I think we do need some rain because uh, geez it looks parched out there at the moment. On today's show, well I was thinking of uh, subtitling this show The uh, Angry and Grumpy Show. Boy, am I angry and grumpy. Anyway, um, you do what you can. Now, I've got a little bit of an editorial too about Russell Reserve. Yes, that torturous long process that's dragged on for years up there in North Fitzroy. It ain't going to happen anymore, folks. Okay, and you're probably thinking, yeah, I got that email too. Now, I've got a bit of a different take on this, and I've put a few words out there in places, and yes, may sound familiar to you, but this is my little bit of editorialising about what the hell happened. You know, like, yes, it was difficult. Yes, geologically, we had some things, but... I'll take this as a bit of a, well, this is my editorial, folks. It's really easy to blame shift all this back on to Yarra Council for proceeding with the, you know, the investigation and consultation, but it's not really correct. You know, the, the consultation process for Russell Reserve was really torturous. If anyone was involved with this, you'd be nodding your head furiously in agreement by people who are the opposition, and I'll get onto that in a moment. Yeah, you know, then the utilities who run services through that area made it, you know, made the, all these gold-plated quotes and costs involved, you know, if any of their infrastructure was going to be involved with um, putting a path alignment along there. And, um, and from memory, Vic Track initially made the offer of land, well, access, with, you know, because they were doing some planned signalling upgrades. Now, they, you know... Utilities and the like basically dudded council and what on them. There was a signalling box that needed for relocation, and basically that halted it um, after everything we'd been through. Now, the actual path alignment hinged upon particular trees, and again, I'll use that word torturous. The discussions at council meetings were torturous. Those of us who went to meetings and went to focus groups and went to, you know, just generally 
some of the stuff that was online, again, was just hell and gone from anything that most of us had ever dealt with. But that was all due to the opposition. You know, it's almost like they knew exactly how to gum up a consultation, despite overwhelming public support and the overwhelming feeling I'm getting from dealing with people or talking to people in that area and anyone involved with it can basically be uh, described right now as Inui. It's probably just a shade off saying disgust. The infrastructure stuff right at the end with the signalling boxes was really, you know, the um, lawn cigar on top of a crap cake. And uh, pardon the vernacular, I should have put a bit of swearing warning out there, but I was just really trying to toe that down. And really, getting back to the opposition, and this is the point I want to make about this, people oppose things as many different reasons are there are people. There's people who oppose the Russia Reserve Path Extension for very good rational reasons, and they're entitled to do that. There are other people who gummed up that process, and you know what they did it for? Wedge politics. Had nothing to do with open space, dogs, trees, any of that, it was purely and simply wedge politics. Okay, I'll leave you with that happy thought. And uh, up next, I have, um, again, this is the um, Angry and Grumpy Show. <laughs> but look, you know, I've um, water off a duck's back. We are very um, robust, strong people. And this is um, a story that I've been covering on the show for over six months it's to do with a little issue down in Noble Park and apparently things are happening today and I'll say to you that this is far from over back in a moment with uh, the issue of Maurice Kirby Velodrome You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855am Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. So today is the last day that we'll be able to just physically look at the Murray Kirby Velodrome that has been here since the 1960s, nearly 60 years of history that is now going to be eradicated because council are going to demolish it and an 8 metre fellow and replace it with a 2.5 shared path which is very sad because I don't believe that it will service the community in quite the same way as it has been sold to us by council. Um, the Murray Kirby family, Lee, Gail and Wayne are very upset that their father's name and the track that he rode on and had pedal clubs on um, is going to be removed from the Noble Park community where their father lived his whole life. You know, people have banded together and met <clears throat> other people that they would never have met in their whole life. Um, there is a passion now for cycling. People are coming off the street to talk to us and ask us what's going on and we hope to build 
a very strong cycling community moving forward. As you know with um, transport, and uh, yes we do have Gering Trail and we do have East Link in this area, but the Velo was unique in as much as it was circular. People felt that they were off the roads and they were safe. Children learnt to ride, which is what the pedal clubs were all about. Um, and it was in a unique location up on a hill that basically overlooked the rest of Noble Park. I was listening to something yesterday that said trees only develop nesting holes once they're a centenary a century old and our tree certainly has nesting holes in it. It's full of parrots, I'll tell you that. <laughs> National Trusts say that it's 250 years old, it's in good condition and we want to protect it and save it. And so the Parkfield land is on Colonel Hutton's land. Uh, he wasn't the original owner of that, there was the Clark family before he bought it in you know, the late 1800s after serving in the Crimean War. Mm. And there was the Calder family too, there was this when it was the runs and before that. It was stolen land to be quite honest. The name Noble Park, we were just debating it, there are two versions of it. Noble was one of the Buckley names because Frank Buckley subdivided and sold the land back in October 1909. Noble was one of their names and Park was for the fauna. However, there is also that Noble Park was named after the Nobel Prize because they used the gunpowder to actually blow the trees out of the ground to make farmland and it was very rich farmland. It's very kind of deep black mud out here, isn't it? Absolutely, mm. yes. So there's two versions of how the name came about. <clears throat> it did have a rich history in the market gardens and... It's just very sad that, you know, we're not preserving what is technically our history. That's very interesting because it's being done by people who, I'll be blunt about it, are old enough to know better. They are old enough to know better and, you know, not many of them are actually original um, ancestors from the area and, and I think that's a shame. However, in this area surrounding Parkfield, there are people that were still connected with the Parkfield Progress Association that cleared the nine acres of land here in the late 1940s, early 50s to make it the parkland and then went off on and did fundraising so that they could build a hall for themselves to get together and have entertainment. Yeah, because this was quite <coughs> literally bush, bush blocks until after post-World War II. Yes. It's a, it's a suburb that I think is going to have a lot more happening here, and I don't mean just by development. There's going to be some interesting stuff going on in the near future with Sounddown Park, and I think you will find this area will change. Well, it's changed already. Um, <clears throat> the council are quite pleased to know that is that our local government area is the most multicultural in Australia now. So... Originally, uh, some, why some of it was the land was cleared was also for homes for veterans, veterans when they returned from war. So it's got a huge um, following, especially at the Noble Park RSL. I'm very sad. I just wish the Kirby's were here um, to be with us. They are in spirit. Um, as I said, they, they're devastated. We're protecting their name and their spirit by being here and showing solidarity.
You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. I just hope the council continues with any sort of push to get a new type of velodrome in the area for kids to learn to ride safely and anyone to learn to ride safely or just exercise and have fun in a safe environment where you're not going to get hit by a car or worried about that sort of accident. I come several days a week, usually a few nights on my own and a few nights with my granddaughter, get a nice bit of exercise in. It's so relaxing to come here, it's sort of hidden in a bowl off the road, you can ride around and not even see a car and just so relaxing and when you're a bit exhausted you can just ride home and whenever you feel like it. I'm hoping there's a little pocket of land that we could get a velodrome in the area because there's nothing around here like it and encourage people from other suburbs to come and have some fun and fitness. Because of the width of the current track you could have people coming in in any direction or kids wobbling or someone walking or walking their dog and you never had any worried about running into them there was just so much room and such a big track there was room for all of us and now this is going to be like creating conflict Mm. well two meters you've got like a meter and a bit either way and if you've got a couple of people riding along talking or kids on scooters it's just that bit more dangerous i feel yeah how did you actually find out that it was going to be demolished? I knew nothing about it until one beautiful January at about eight o'clock. Kim came up to me and said, did you know this has been demolished? And I was just absolutely speechless. I'm like, no, what? No way. Like, what are you talking about? And I went home and I went on the Facebook page of Save Noble Park Velodrome, read a few months of comments and I was just gobsmacked that I knew nothing about it. and hadn't seen the posters that they said, hadn't got anything in the mail, so I'm still in shock today that it's about to go. Yeah, because we're probably here on the last day that it's intact, which is, you know, and I'm sorry, but yeah, Yeah, so it didn't mean to upset you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the fences going up was not a a good sign. But I've got got to say, from a basic OH&S perspective, this is a a dog's breakfast, what they've done here anyway. It's, It's unsafe. We're watching this. We've got a bit of a strong northerly down here today, and there's stuff blowing about. Um, okay, it's getting into autumn, but these fences, none of them look very secure. There's a stuff lying down, there's construction materials. And if they think they can get this done rapidly and then, you know, contour out the, you know, the, the velodrome and the rest of it, it's, it's farcical. And you don't, you know, you have nothing more to say. <laughs> Too shocked to know it's going to go next week, yeah, just too upset to think something so beautiful and so well used by the locals can just be written off by the council that don't seem to really care, except for a couple of them. Well, we've got, yeah, there's two mm, people. Two people that have been very, very generous with their views and tried for us, but just didn't work, unfortunately. So what do you think, you're you going to get involved with a new club or you're going to keep riding? Well, I'm definitely going to keep riding. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want them to think they've ruined my 
cycling activities. <laughs> um, and I, oh, I'd love to have something built locally and I've just met so many nice people here that I thought, oh, I might never see them again. It's something we could get something built and catch up once a month or something, I'm not sure, but yeah, that, I'd love to just see the people I've met here. Kevin Hines Grow delivers gardening and nature-based programs to people of all ages and all abilities. Our programs provide great opportunities for positive personal development and well-being. The Kevin Hines Grow Autumn Fair and Open Day is on Saturday the 30th of March, 9am to 3pm at 39 Weatherby Road, Doncaster. Come along and stock up on plants at our community nursery or learn more about our programs. See you there! Kevin Hines Grow is a 3CR supporter. I think it's shown the whole community, just not, not just the Noble Park community, but the entire cycling community, Melbourne, everyone, everyone that has to, wants to see cycling in a safe environment for everyone. And little, just little kids riding around. Yeah, that's the thing that's interesting about this place at dusk mm. or late afternoon, it changes into exactly. like a, almost like a pedal club. Exactly, yeah. There's always dozens of kids riding around in late evenings. Every, every evening, most evenings. When the weather's fine, um, when it's not raining, kids are always out with their parents. And parents love bringing the kids here. Because you got that, well, was, they've taken it out, but that all right, metal fence. And you had this fantastic line of sight mm. where your kids could go hell for weather and yeah. they're perfectly safe. Exactly, because you're fenced in and parents don't have any worries. It's, it's not, you're not on the roads, you're not on paths where you can't see them. What I found very insulting that a new cycling club, a new sporting club that's forming in the city of Greater Danon has no chance. Mm. The treatment that a new club, like, this is just a new club starting out and it's being used as a um, just as an agenda to get rid of the velodrome. Actually, I think the cycling club will succeed, and this place has got a huge cycling history. Exactly. I mean, it consolidated a bit in the 80s and 90s with you know Kangangi Caulfield and Warrigal and stuff, but there's a huge population here, and it's changing, changing rapidly. And you know, you've got the engineering trail down here. Um, that's a real, you know, it was a bit of a tack on the sky rail, but it is a, it is a bit of a game changer for yeah. people riding for transport and thinking about stuff. Yeah, and if they want to take it further, there's nowhere else. I know, because they've... They're getting rid of the only facility where you can participate in cycling as a sport. Mm. We can take it further. If the kid's really good on, on a bike, they can't do it in the city of Greater Danville. They have to go elsewhere, turning away all their kids. We're going to grow the club. We're going to bring it back to the for its former glory where everyone can ride, not just for competition or racing, but... I'm Tash Sultana and you are listening to 3CR. Please subscribe, do yourselves a massive favour.
Thank you very much. I'm down here at the Morris Kirby Velodrome. As some of you might be aware, they're demolishing it tomorrow. It's wrong. They've completely ignored the residents. They've ignored the people who built the Morris Kirby Velodrome. They're ignoring Morris Kirby's family. The bias has been disgusting and the bullying has been even worse. And there's this, this, this narrative that's been tried to be pushed of, you're not from Noble Park. Yeah, we got over 350 signatures from local residents and they completely ignored that. They, and it was like almost, what, 90 odd from this, from Dunblane Road alone? Yep, 90, or 87 I think it was. Every resident signed on Dunblane Road bar two. One wasn't home and one didn't want to sign. So every single resident, and four of those residents are actually original residents that helped clear the block and build the velodrome. And they're devastated. Yeah, and these, I say we'd be people with good memories of what Noble Park and what they contributed. I direct you to the last uh, live stream of council and um, City of Greater Downlong put live streams up of their council meetings. Um, go to that and have a look for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's been atrocious. The, the absolute bias and we can see it. Dandenong Council has the lowest money spent on cyclists in Victoria. We're the lowest council with money spent going towards cycling infrastructure. They don't like cyclists, plain and simple, and they've certainly let us know it. It's kind of funny, really, because um, I'm from an area which, interestingly, is going in the... Um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, bit of a passive-aggressive thing that goes on with cycling, because I'm from an area which apparently we all build and do stuff for riders. And I'm um, at, you know, I'm 20, 25 years into this, and I'm realising a lot of it is motherhood statements. Yes. A lot of it's nice words. It is, and, and the fact that they're spending upwards of 11 million dollars of ratepayers money on something that really wasn't it, the residents didn't know about this they keep saying they letterbox six and a half thousand homes no they didn't they keep saying that there was consultation days no there weren't they've seemed to have been a bit oh yeah we'll, we'll do this street and they'll all agree with us and we'll leave that street and that's what we found when we were walking the streets and we have walked the streets got all these signatures, presented it to council and we were still virtually called liars that they weren't local residents uh, and that all the residents in the area had approached the mayor and said that we want the velodrome gone. I've had four residents, older residents in tears because this is happening. It's, it's, just, it's just disgusting. The whole saga is disgusting. And one thing I just want to reiterate, I was just talking about the live stream, about that petition. There was one council in particular who twisted it around of you didn't, you know, residents didn't really know what they were signing. Correct. And that the council makes decisions on behalf of everybody. It's disgusting and they haven't done this. The process has not been open and honest. And all we've been asking for right from the get-go was some open, honest communication with all the people involved mm -hmm. and they still said rack off. The master plan in itself isn't a bad thing. No, no. one was against the master plan. Correct. That was, a, that was a thing that I think they scared the clubs here with. Correct. We had residents who signed our petition telling us that the cricket club had actually door knocked them and said that if we won and we kept the velodrome, they would be getting rid of the kids' playground. And that's a total lie. The, the, the misinformation that has been handed out, and particularly one councillor who's been vicious 
more than most you know that they've shared things that we've given to cancel in confidence they've let other sides know what's going on uh, they won't show us any information from their side but they're happy to you know let all our stuff out and they've just used it all against us but they still did ignore at the end of the day they ignored over 350 over 350 local residents that didn't want the velodrome to be demolished and in the process didn't want Morris Kirby's legacy destroyed and that's exactly what they're doing. And I'll bring up one other point here too this has been in situ since 1962 some of the arguments were saying oh you can't get access you know it's all this um, it's not compliant um, who was the council since council amalgamations, what, the mid-1990s? 95. 95, yeah, 94-95. Um, this could be made DDA compliant at any point Absolutely. of that point, that time. We offered to pay for the resurfacing. Hmm. We went hand on heart, we got a quote, we offered to pay for it and they said no. From the get-go, it's been about the three current tenants and don't worry about cycling we, we we are insignificant and we were almost told a few months back that it was a done deal anyway even before it went to vote so you know the good thing that's come out of this is they wanted to keep it quiet and what happened oh no 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 we blew it all over all over the place and that's exactly what people need to be told how bad city of greater dandenong is they don't care about the people they're wasting money like it's theirs um they're ignoring the residents and they're ignoring the people who put them there so oh, we've made some great friends we've, we've re resurrected the bike club it, it, the, the community spirit and the people who've joined us along the way are as mad as we are and they're all sticking together um, we're going to continue on we're going to fight to get the velodrome that they have promised us they promised us in council meetings that they will build us another velodrome so now we're going to hold them to it and Ros, actually Ros Blade, told me that personally on the phone that we will build you another velodrome. Um, so we're going to hold them to that. We're not going away. We're going to get stronger. And, you know, we're just going to keep going and we're getting more public support every day. More and more and more people are approaching us. According to everybody else, we're liars. You know, that's never been the case. We've been called liars and, and it's the abuse has been disgusting from certain parties and um, you know all we wanted right from the get-go was let's all sit down and talk about this and they just shoved us out of the way and said nuts going ahead anyway do things in haste repent at leisure absolutely and once it's gone it's gone once this velodrome is gone they're they're, they're obliterating morris kirby's history out of noble park and that's wrong. That is history and we shouldn't be doing that. And plus, we also have a 250-year-old tree that is under threat. They keep telling us it's not, but yeah, I don't believe a word they say. Listening to uh, interviews I did yesterday down at Maurice Kirby Velodrome in Noble Park. Now I was um, just updated just then.
apparently the contractor was very prepared to, um, or apparently the whole thing wasn't going to be demolished for a month. And council, Michael Smith, who's in charge of this at council, he's one of the officers down there at Greater Danlong Council, found out that people were there this morning and said, basically, we're doing it today. What a council. What a great, what a great outcome for, for uh, governance in Victoria. It was also on the heels of uh, reading about that Greater Danlong Council shut down a um, vigil for Christchurch out there. The, um, the organisers tried going through the appropriate channels, had their permit revoked or didn't get it granted, so they decided to hide it on the footpath and then Greater Danlong sent out staff and police to m- tell them to move on. There's something very wrong with this council. Extraordinarily wrong. I mean, you know, I mean, I go back to what, what um, Derebin was like <laughs> over a decade ago and what Brimbank was like and every other dysfunctional council you can talk about, which is on public record. Danlong seemed to be very officious, very, um, oh, I'll change it, you know, choose your words carefully, but by geez, they, they are, they are overdoing it out there. <laughs> but as I said, um, with things like Russell and Morris Kirby Velodrome and all these campaigns that you go, oh, why'd you bother? Nah, I'd say this to you, listener. I wouldn't have missed it for quids. And you know what? I'd do it all over again. I'd broadcast this stuff on air, on 3CR. I would urge people to get involved because if you don't turn up and you don't participate, these people will keep rolling over us. Well, you know, they may have got their, their, uh, you know, small victory because I'm telling you, this thing that's happened out in Noble Park, this is going to roll on for years because, by God, some of the information we've been finding out. Um, it ain't going away because, you know, positive things will come out of this. I found out that Maurice Kirby more started a whole process in cycling advocacy and getting kids to ride, which joined up with the beginning of the bicycling institutes in the mid-1970s. So this guy was at the other end of it after the Second World War, you know, uh, safety and kids on roads. Um, it's a whole unknown or you know, part of history that's got to be resurrected and brought back into public view. And also, it's going to be the Noble Park Cycling, uh, Noble Park Downlong Cycling Club with Rushall. Who knows what's going to happen here, but uh, I wouldn't put the blame on the council. I'd have a good hard look at some of that opposition and what they were really, really trying to do. And if uh, Melbourne Metro 2 or Metro 3 gets built, maybe the alignment up there on Russell uh, Station will all change. Things change very rapidly. We live in a time of disruption. So, anyway, that's all I've got time for today. It's, the, it's been the Angry and Grumpy Show here on Community Radio 3CR for Yarra Boss. We use this group radio. Don't forget, podcast should be uploaded today. And we're all volunteers here, so go to 3cr.org.au and find the subscribe donate button and make sure that you keep us on air. Feed Radical Radio. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.